We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from The Daily Telegraph. The Australian Turf Clubs made a fresh push to more than double the crowd at the Everest at Royal Randwick on October 16. With the state opening up on Monday, having reached the 70% vaccination target, at this stage 5,000 people will be able to attend the world's richest race on turf the following Saturday. An earlier application by the ATC to increase crowd numbers to 15,000 was knocked back by then-Premier Gladys Berejiklian's government. However, it's understood that new Premier Dominic Perrottet is more amenable to the idea of getting punters back sooner. Racing Minister Kevin Andrews and newly anointed Deputy Leader of the Liberal Party, Stuart Ayres, will be meeting Mr Perrottet this weekend to lobby for the increase in numbers. And to read more, you can with a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app. Students across the state will be let out of lockdown sooner than expected, with all grades returning to school in two weeks under new Premier Dominic Perrottet's reopening plan. The move combines the second and third stages of the original school plan, with kindergarten, year one and HSC students heading to classrooms on October 18, while all other years will return on October 25. The race to reopen comes as only 45,000 teachers have confirmed with the government that they've received the COVID-19 jab, and Education Minister Sarah Mitchell says her department's currently working to fix ventilation issues in schools. We'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. The state's police minister has told residents of the eastern suburbs to put an end to their cocaine addiction ahead of next week's Freedom Day after a magistrate slammed the rampant use of the drug in the area. Fed up magistrate Ross Hudson, who's seen a flood of cocaine-related cases before Waverley Local Court, said cocaine had become a stain on the area. His comments came on Wednesday as he sentenced Double Bay socialite Kristen Fisher to a six-month conditional release order without conviction after she pleaded guilty to possessing cocaine. Statistics back up his observations with cocaine use or possession at Bondi Beach jumping 48% each year on average for the past five years. And to sport, Brisbane will have a second NRL club in 2023 after ARL Commission boss Peter Volandis announced a $50 million profit that'll fund the expansion. Volandis briefed NRL chief executives and chairman at a meeting yesterday about the league's strong financial position, which includes a beefed-up $100 million broadcast deal with pay TV partner Foxtel. Today, the Expansion Assessment Committee will analyse bids from the Firehawks, Jets or Dolphins before making a recommendation to the Commission, which will unveil the 17th team early next week. That's your headlines. For breaking news and updates throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au and we'll have another update for you tomorrow.
The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.